Welcome to Mindful Talk, brief conversations about mindfulness in the workplace and at home. I am your host, Lauren Wessinger. And I'm your host, Misty Anderson. And this podcast is brought to you by The Mindful Project. The Mindful Project helps you elevate the culture of your business by bringing mindfulness practice to you and your staff through in-person and virtual learning. Contact us through our website, themindfulproject.co, for more information. Welcome to episode 16, Priorities. Hi, Misty. Hi, Lauren. Good to see you today. You too. You're looking well. Same for you, girl. Same for you. Thanks. I I freshened myself up for you today. (laughs) Gorgeous. Normally, I look like death, just so you guys know. (laughs) But today, I'm I'm feeling the topic um, about priorities. And so one of the priorities that I have for myself is wellness. And wellness under that umbrella falls a lot of stuff. And one of them is making myself look and feel decent. So it is. just a little I, bit of lipstick and yeah. a little bit of fluff of the hair. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Feels so, good. so I, as I was about to come record, I thought, okay, Misty, you know, that's a priority for you and you're going to talk about priorities. Let's do it. So here I am. <laughs> great. I think this is a great topic to help people organize for the new year. You know, we had time blocking and goals and now we have priorities um, to kind of follow up those two. I was taking a course with one of my teachers last week and she was talking about priorities and really looking at your calendar. And if you're under the impression that you don't have time to do certain things, taking out your calendar and looking at what you're doing that is eating up all of your time. And I thought how simple and so profound. And I actually started using that technique this week I felt like I was kind of getting behind on some of my work stuff. And when I looked at my calendar, I was like, oh, I have plenty of time to do this. I'm just not prioritizing the things I need to get done. And I don't know why it takes someone else framing that simplicity sometimes for us to hear it, but it was a game changer for me. Well, I think as I was thinking about this podcast, I wanted to see my girls ask me for definitions of things all the time because they're at that age of what does this mean? And what does this mean? So I'm constantly using dictionary.com to look up words. So today I was like, what does priorities actually mean? What's like, what's the real definition? Cause I think we all have a definition of our own personally, what it means, but it actually means a thing that is regarded as more important than another. And so when I think about my priorities, I kind of like to take a step back. I did this exercise, I don't know, it was like three years ago. And then they looked at pulling your priorities from your values. And they're two different things, obviously. So we have this exercise of, with this long list of, I'd say like 200 different values, happiness, humility, honor, humor, family, wellness, courage, you know, whatever your values are. And they first asked us to kind of circle 20. So 20 values that are important to you. Super easy. Go through the list, things that are important to me. Then they kept having you narrow it down until the very last number that you were left with was three. What are the three values that are most important to you? 
And so then you take a look at these three values and then it's really easy to pull your priorities from there. Because like, for instance, one of my values is family. I really value family. I value my immediate family, my extended family, my friend family. And so that coincides with it being a top priority to me. Um, and so if you're thinking about your priorities, and I do think it's something that you need to kind of sit down and take some time for yourself as though you're doing any other project. And if you want to look at this strategically, once you get your priorities in line, it's very easy to then attack your goals because everything's weighted the way it's supposed to be. So sitting down and thinking about what are my values? What do I value? Do I value humor? You know, a lot of people value humor and they can laugh at the bad stuff and the good stuff and make light of situations. Um, maybe it's balance in your life. You know, like that's a big priority. That's a big priority to me. I, I want to make sure that things are in balance. My family's in balance. My work life is, um, is in balance. So taking a look at those values will help you make the jump over to what are my top three priorities? And I think it's as simple as three. You could have a lot more. I've even seen some like mathematic arrhythmic things about, you know, top five priorities or your top 10 priorities. I say keep it to three, but that's just me. But I think three is, is easy to attain. And underneath that, it can encompass a million different things. Like I said about wellness, right? There's that entails me doing yoga. Um, that may, means me, you know, washing my hair. <laughs> that means taking, you know, walks for myself. It means connecting with my family. Like there's all kinds of things it means. And so under that big umbrella, that's kind of how it helps me prioritize and figure out what the real um, important thing is that is regarded more highly than others. Where do you think people could find that kind of list? Do you think we, we could Google or send a oh, link? Yeah, in the show? yeah. Okay. I'm willing. Yeah, I could, I'm sure it's an easy Google, yeah. just like list of values. I think that would be great. I think that would be a great takeaway from this podcast as far as our practice. Yeah. New year, doing that exercise, narrow down to 20 values, to 10, to three. I think that would be a great way to kick off a new year. Yeah. And you'll need, you know, give yourself 20 or 30 minutes at least. Uh, if you can spend more, that's great. But I think it's what I found really interesting was the list that we had. I mean, it was like 200 words. So wow. I mean, that and, and a lot of them are important to you. Like a hundred of them were important to me. But then I had to keep going and narrowing down. And that was, that got really tough. Yeah. And but once I had those values, it literally was a quick and easy jump over to what are my priorities? Mm -hmm. And then once you have your priorities, guys, that's where things start to move faster along for you. Because now you know that if it doesn't fall under that priority, it's just a to-do list item. And there is a very big difference between your to-do list and your priority list. Right? So sure. that's kind of how I... I don't know, see it, but I think that is a great exercise and we can definitely um, put some of that in the yeah. footnotes for people. I think that would be a great exercise. I think that should be the homework from this episode. Um, and I think the three, the three things, the three main priorities for any day or any period of time, I use that as well. 
Um, I, when I map out my week, when I time block my week, I, I usually can't go Monday through Friday with my three priorities, but I can do a few per day. And then the night before I look at what are my three priorities for the next day. And I choose the three things that need to happen for me to feel like I had a good day and the other stuff maybe doesn't happen or I push it to the next day, but there's three things that have to happen. And one of those is usually meditation and some kind of movement for my body. And then I usually have a pretty decent sized task, two of them for, for work stuff. And then family stuff kind of falls outside of my priority realm because I feel like it's in my realm 24 seven anyway. And, and I, I, I'm at a place where I don't feel like I have to put priority on them because it happens naturally now, maybe because of the pandemic and we've had so much family time. Yeah. Um, I definitely used to have to prioritize it when we were leading much busier lives. I had to make sure that we carved out that time. Um, but you know, the thing, the beauty about this process is that if we get to a point again, where we're very busy, they will then become the priority, you know? I, right now they just, we have, I feel like we're together so much. I almost need to prioritize separateness. Yeah. From them. Oh, feel ya. <laughs> well, and that's, that's a key thing, right? What, what you said, priorities change. And <clears throat> I think something I've learned as I've gotten older is if I'm flexible with those changes and I don't fight them. Yes. And I, for instance, 2020 is a perfect example. My career, complete, other than my podcast, com- but my yoga business and my meditation yeah. business completely fell off my priority list. It, w- it, I wanted it to be a priority, but it was, it couldn't be a priority. It just couldn't. And so, I would say it was about a month of seeing everybody grow and do and you know get their business online before I was, I kind of stopped beating myself up and realized, okay. This, this is the flexibility that I talk about to others. I need to be flexible and understand that I know that that priority will come back on my top three at some point. And it is. Yes. And so here it is. If you allow that flexibility and the change to happen, if it's something you desire, it will come back as a priority. It just may not be right now. Mm-hmm. And that's often frustrating. <laughs> it was frustrating for me, but once I kind of did let it go and, and I used that time whenever I'd feel myself like getting frustrated and I'd see my peers doing something, I, I turned that into really supporting them and doing something positive with how I was feeling. And so I really tried to support your business and, yeah. you know, help, just help people. Um, but flexibility is key because it's going to shift just like you were saying about your kids. Mm -hmm. And your decision to, to be your children's teacher, their number one teacher at home was, was massive. And that was your priority. And look how well you did. I mean, it is unbelievable how well and quickly you got organized and what you've done and what you're creating for them is priceless, you know? And now that that's kind of rocking and rolling and you have a little time off now, now you're like, okay, pivot to the next, the next priority, exactly as you said. So um, I see you as being adaptable and flexible and, and just honoring the priority of the moment so beautifully. 
Thanks. I, yeah. It's it's hard. I mean, especially I know there's so many people that hear us talk every week that are exactly like me and they're more type A personality and they're perfectionist and they're get it yeah. done. And um, it's like you got to get that part of yourself in check and, yes. and be flexible because it it creates room and space for you to make something else magical, just like where you're talking about homeschool. Because mm-hmm. I took everything that I would put in my normal business and I took all of that as a priority and then just bam, every day started chipping away just like I would if it was labeled work or my career. Yeah. Um, and so if you allow that space, whatever that is that you have to be working on right then, I think about like, new moms, you know, you leave your job and like I had a sales territory when I left and things just bottom out when you're not there. So there's that constant, like I'm taking care of this little person that can't do anything. But at the same time, my brain is very connected to work and wondering what's happening while I'm gone. And then if you just, you know, flexible, I'm going to be a great mom right now because that's where I'm needed and focus on that while you can the other stuff will be there and you'll make it a priority when it's supposed to be. Totally. Have you heard of the Pareto principle? It's that 80, no. 20 it's oh, yes. Yeah. So they, the Pareto principle is a management framework that says 80% of our time and effort usually goes into activities that only generate 20% of our desired outcomes. And when I think about your values exercise, I think without doing something like a values exercise, we get stuck in that 80% of our busy work and action addiction going into only 20% of what we want to see happen because we have no framework for what we're doing and what we want out of life. And I think this action addiction, this like need to be busy all the time makes us spin our wheels and we do a bunch of busy work that we actually don't even really need to do. And so like when I decided to start my online yoga and meditation business, I put so much of my effort into just that and got it going pretty quickly. But my kids were also settled in a different place with school, right? So I couldn't do that until that was finished. Um, And I think about you with your schooling your children at home, you put a lot of eggs in that basket and you got it rolling very quickly and very in a very organized fashion, instead of like doing a little bit of your business and a little bit of your kids and a little bit of this where you were getting like 10% of your desired outcome finished. So I think we have to stay organized with what we want, what our values are, what we're working on and know that everything comes in time, right? On its own schedule, we can't do it all at once. And if we try, everything's gonna be subpar quality and we're gonna be exhausted quite honestly. Well, as you were talking, I was thinking about people who parents who are juggling maybe remote working at home, plus their kids remotely being home from school. That is such a juggling act of your priorities coming under one roof, which is not what they're intended to normally be under normal circumstances. I think that that is a time where balance needs to be a very high priority for you because you're going to have to actively stay on top of that or it's going to eat your life. You're going to be trying to do this work email while you're doing this with your kids. And 
there's going to have to be a lot of communication, boundaries, but balance. And I, like you said, doing that exercise allows you to really zero in on the current situation. Because you, I mean, I, you know, you probably have to take a look at this every once in a while, I would think. Yeah. Um, and your priorities, like I said, they shift. And you probably know that in your gut. Like, you know, this is not the time for me to focus on this project. I need to focus on this project. Um, and you probably need to reevaluate from, from time to time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's, I think time blocking again is just such a crucial part of this too. Um, when we feel pressure, when we feel like pressurized and stressed out and, and overwhelmed, our brain puts us into survival mode and we don't really have good executive function at that time. We can't really organize and delegate and we can't, um, we certainly can't focus on one thing at a time and do our time blocking. And so I think mindfulness comes in when we really allow ourselves to stop the busy, stop the incessant busy of spinning our wheels and, and really release ourselves from that action addiction. We get a little hit of dopamine when we get into that, you know, it's like you're with your kid and you're working on your emails and, and then you're going to check Instagram and just touch the app, even though you touched it five seconds ago, like we get into this sort of swirl and this tornado of, of acting and, and mindfulness comes in when we just notice like, oh my gosh, there I'm going in my, in my incessant doing. And can I just pause for a moment and look at what's right in front of me and where I'm needed now and what my values are and what my priority is today? You know, people think, and we're going to have a series upcoming about mindfulness and kind of peeling back, you know, what it really is. Um, but awareness is like half of it. And there's just a lot of things I think people ignore, maybe not ignore. I don't know what it is. I did it before I really started observing and being more aware of what was going on in my life and what I was saying and what I was taking in and the apps I was using. Um, And so once I started really paying attention to that stuff, that's when I was able to really drill down and look at my values and my priorities. So it's a lot of reflection, but I mean, you know, January is a perfect time for that. Um, It's a perfect time to say, you know what, I'm a total procrastinator. I'm gonna, you know, admit it. And I don't follow through with stuff, but I'm going to try this. I'm going to be aware of my actions and I'm going to put my priorities first according to my values. And I mean, that's a pretty good feeling to know you're working on something like that. Because yeah. that's, that's way, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people want to go to the gym, you know, and get healthy that way. Maybe the gym isn't in your cards, but I sure as heck can tell you, you can do this work. To me, it feels like taking back your life in a yeah. sense, right? Yeah. Even if nothing in your outer circumstances changes, it's how you're approaching life from your own mind. And I think there's nothing more valuable than that. I agree. I, if I wouldn't have stayed focused on my priorities during 2020, our family would have been a mess. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of families out there that can relate to that. Um, and family moved up 
for a lot of people, you know, people that were like workaholics and stuff yes. like that. Suddenly it's like your family's just shoved in your face all the time. But then you realize like, wow, this really is like what's most important. Totally. So <clears throat> I hope people took some learning from that. And now they're ready to say like, I'm ready to reflect and I'm ready to be aware and be the person that I want to be because we all have that ability. I mean, and it's work. I work on it every day. Me and Lauren text back and forth about our kids and <laughs> funny things they do and how we get mad and we, you know, get upset and we raise our voice just like every other parent. Um, and so I think the difference for us and our mindfulness is that we're able to laugh. We apologize or fix, you know, work on the problem. We're aware of it and we forgive ourselves and move forward. So, um, I guess we already discussed homework for this episode. So everybody will be able to sit down, take a look at their values. We're going to try to find you guys um, a link, but maybe where you could find a good list of values and then take a look at that, kind of narrow it down. Like Lauren said, 20, 10, maybe seven or five, and then down to three. And then once you have that, then work on your priorities. I think that's great. And if you're listening to this episode and you didn't listen to the previous two, it might help you to listen to those two as well, um, just to help you continue to organize your schedule and your goals and your priorities. Because once you do the values exercise that Misty ran us through at the beginning, then you could look at your week and time block, see if you can time block a little around what your values are and see if you can tie together that intention with some actual action in your week and in your day. Good thought. I like it. Thank you guys. Hope Thank everyone you. is doing well. Thanks, Lauren. Much love. Thank you so much for listening to Mindful Talk. We don't take it lightly that you spent your time listening to our podcast, and we are forever grateful. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. Welcome to a more mindful way of living and working.